this episode, join Andy and John as they discuss the John Cena family comedy, Playing With Fire. Welcome to The Road Home on Film. All right, well, we're heading home from the funniest movie we've ever seen. It's Playing With Fire. My name's Andy, coming to you live to tape from the road home from wrestling, world mobile helicopter of the world. And I got down <laughs> on the front seat. What up, down? You guys, I did not get burned tonight. No? Surprisingly. Well, I mean, we were playing with fire the whole night, right? And I thought I was going to get burned, and I wow. didn't. Wow. So, we just saw the new John Cena movie, and there is a pattern with these movies that we're reviewing, John. They're all classics. <laughs> They're all so bad. Like, in, in this one... You know, it, 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 like, overall, it wasn't funny. I mean, that's one of the problems, you know, is it well, wasn't funny. The, the parts that were funny were only funny because they were very questionable and should yes. not have been funny. Yes, and we're going to get into a couple of those because, holy moly, the crowd that we saw this with was entertaining. The movie was entertaining for all the wrong reasons, and uh, we're going to get into all that. But, uh, John, overall, what did you think of the movie? Any kind of uh, ups or downs you you want to talk about before we get into the cast so i'll start off by just saying i'm not super into kids movies like it's not my scene i'm 33 yeah so it's not really like my forte this is not for us correct yes, yes. it was not you know i was not the audience the target well i sort of was because i'm a wrestling fan and so they pulled me in with john cena yeah but uh yeah i mean i guess for what it was it was fine fine Yes. For like a kid's movie, like I'm not like going out of my way to go see this again or buy it. No, no. And and I don't, I just feel like that there's lots of good kid's movies out there. And this one's not very good in the sense that it's just kind of like it, it, the lessons that it teaches are nonsense. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're going to get into a little bit is that like the stuff that it tries to teach are just like you know the the moral of this of this movie is just fuck up constantly and screw with people who have their shit together and everything will work out fine you yeah. know so i mean i get the idea we're going to talk about the moral the actual moral they're trying to uh you know perceive for us but it it just was a mess so um, but, uh, yeah, let's get through this, though. Let's talk about the cast a little bit. Now, you said John Cena was the... He is the star of this movie. He is the star. Now, John, have you seen uh, John Cena movies before? I've seen a few. Uh, my favorite John Cena movie? Uh, have you seen Trainwreck? I have, yes. Trainwreck. Oh, my gosh. He was so good in that. <laughs> as just, like, the beefy, dumb as a box of rocks. Like, women just wanting for his body kind of guy and he does it so well yeah he was kind of like that he was like a responsible version of that same character and mm-hmm. like overly responsible in this movie mm-hmm. how do you think he did in the movie how did john cena do yeah i mean if he was going for like slapstick i'm serious like if that's what he was going for then he did his job you know who i think he's trying to be and because I got a lot of kindergarten cop vibes from this movie, big yeah. time, and uh, I feel like that he's trying to do the Arnold thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know. He just doesn't have that same screen presence that Arnold does yet, and he might get it. Mm-hmm. You know, Arnold just 
is a star, and when you see him, you can't stop looking at him. You know, his like yeah. he draws your eyes when he's on the screen, no matter what movie he's in. And so, I I just I got a lot of Kindergarten Cop vibes from this, and it's a very similar movie in a lot of ways. However, that movie is good. Um, so, in least in my opinion, it's funny and good. Uh, so, what, what's your favorite John Cena movie? Um, well, uh, that's a great question. I don't think I have one. Um, wow. Because I have yet to see something where I thought, you know, wow, he did a great job or something like that. Um, gosh, I feel like that he was in some like movie that I love, and he just played a tiny role in it. I, he was in The Wrestler. I know he was in that. Like, was he? Yeah, just some background dude or something like hmm. that. So, um, I, you know, I've seen a few... I've not seen The Marine. Maybe I need to see The Marine because I'm sure oh, that's... Oh, gosh. He is such a good action <laughs> star in that one. <laughs> I, I, you know, I hope he does well and, you know, and everything. I just... I don't... <sighs> If this is the role that he's going for, and this is kind of stuff he's going to make money doing, you know, is he going to be able to turn this into a career like The Rock has? You know, like, for example, The Rock was in a movie called The Tooth Fairy, which is a very similar type movie to this, where it's just like, you know, kids are being crazy, and they're just kids, and adults are mean. It's a kids versus adults type movie, Mm -hmm. which is what this is. So if that's kind of his goal, is to turn that into an actual film career, then... God bless him. This is the beginning, I guess. Well, actually, have you seen Blockers? No. Uh, so it's a movie where he plays a dad, when his daughter's going to prom, and they uh, intercept that the daughters are trying to have sex that night, and so he's trying to be a cock blocker. Right. Uh, and so he plays the same kind of characters. He's a nerdy dad who you know wants the best for his kids, but he's kind of like in their way. He's misguided, right? Yes. And the kids know better. He's pretty funny in that Is as he? well, okay, and it's right. an ad, it's an adult movie. Like, I tried to watch not, it. not like that kind of no, adult geez. movie, but it's like <laughs> it's rated R. So if you want to see his wang, it's in that movie. No, nah, um, that's why a, it's called Cockblockers. You get but. a better shot in Trainwreck for that. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, I tried to watch uh, Cockblockers, and I was just like ten minutes in. I was like, oh my god, this is not for me. So, and you know, I will. I will bear that cross when it comes for the podcast, but I'm not doing it in my personal life, guys. It just isn't going to happen. So, so who is the next person we want to talk about in this uh, in this movie here? Oh, uh, we should probably talk about Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, who's that? Like, who was he in the movie, or like, who well, was he in yeah, real life? Is Key from Key and Peele, right? He's Key from Key and Peele. Yeah. Uh, he is probably best known for his skit uh, of the substitute teacher. Okay, yeah, good call from Mad TV, right? No, from Key and Peele. Oh, he was also on Mad TV, though. He was the, the goofy coach on Mad TV. So. Oh, okay. And Key and Peele, he has this sketch where he is like the substitute teacher and he's trying to pronounce everybody's name, uh, but it's all like uh, in more of like a ghetto term. So, like, oh. Aaron is a Aaron. Okay. And- I find their show to be. A little racy for me, as far as the racist, racy race stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I can't. I have a hard time laughing at their their jokes. But one of my favorite skits is the one where the guy, it's it's the other guy, it's Peel, mm-hmm. and he's talking to his wife, and his wife has been looking at his search history in his uh, in his computer, and he just keeps sweating profusely. <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> Did I you love see that. the one where uh, they like? I think. Peel comes over to his house for dinner and they're talking about like and I told I told my wife you know you bitch and he's like you you really told it you really told Carter a bitch 
and he's like yeah and then it just like keeps getting more elaborate they like go into a tree house because they're trying to get away from the wives and then they go like the basement and they like get in a submarine and then they're like <laughs> it's, spaceship. it's totally ridiculous but it's so funny okay all right well check out key and peel i guess and then mm-hmm. he is almost always the comedy sidekick in a movie that is his role mm-hmm. so he is the comedy sidekick in this movie we're going to get into what uh you know supposed comedy that he portrayed in this and when we get into the plot and everything um you know basically he was the uptight like i'm gonna back up john cena you know and john cena is the you know was he he's a superintendent of a uh a oh fire God. jumping thing smoke yeah. jumpers so. smoke jumpers yeah right and um and we'll talk about that a little more but who was who else is in this movie uh john leguizamo leguizamo yes yes um the pest himself uh john leguizamo we talked about him a little bit before we start recording he's usually really funny mm-hmm. usually yeah, not so much here. They didn't give me anything to be funny with. He was awful. Well, they, like, tried to make him funny, like, by doing slapstick comedy of, like, oh, I touched hot peppers, now I'm touching my eyes. Jalapenos! He's Mexican. You think a Mexican, a real Mexican, is going to give a fuck about getting a little jalapeno in his mouth? Get out of here. No, but, I mean, was he even an authentic Mexican? Because he wanted to make everything was spam. Yeah, he was trying to, and they never really, like, set that joke up, except at the beginning you just saw cans of spam laying everywhere. Everywhere, you know that was oh, it. But, I love spam. Right, I don't know. Um, yeah, he was a member of John Cena's team in this movie, and mm-hmm. uh, he was supposed to be kind of the wacky one, you know. But uh, all these guys in this thing are kind of like super manly. That's kind of the idea, mm-hmm. but they really aren't. And the kids kind of bring that out of them, you know, so that they can get in touch with their inner selves or Mm -hmm. let their guard down. They literally say that like ten times in the movie. Just let your guard down. Like, cool. We should have, like, if we would have known that was going to be a thing, we could have taken shots. Every time they said yes. it, we'd be like, drunk. We, wouldn't, we'd we wouldn't be, be able to drive home and record this episode. <laughs> we'd be drunk right now. Awesome. Well, who was the female lead? Uh, Brianna Hiddlebrand. Okay. No? Is that that was the, the uh, teenage girl? The teenage girl who okay. was just. God. Yeah. Okay, so... She was a great actress. A paper plate emotes more than she does. I mean, you can take a paper plate and kind of bend it into a smile a little Mm -hmm. bit and bend it into a frown. Her face... (laughs) There are moments in this movie where she was supposed to be overjoyed. She was supposed to be in fear for her life. She was supposed to be uh, crying because she's happy and scared all at the same time. And her face was the same in every scene. Every emotion. (laughs) It's like, about to die, blank stare. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you know, running away from uh, danger. Blank stare. Oh, happiness. Blank stare. You Just know? stole someone's car keys. Oh, my God. Blank stare. Yeah, she's also a fucking criminal in this movie. And if it were for John Cena, they all would have burnt to a crisp. And then they're complete dicks to him. So we're getting into all that. But, uh, yeah, she sucked. There was uh, also... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, she was... Uh, the only other movie that, like, looking at her IMDb, I believe she is... The she's from Deadpool. She's the supersonic. Oh, who, uh, teenage warhead, right? Yeah. And and that character doesn't emote. Yeah. Interesting. So, so she's good at that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's. So if that cool. is her like brand of acting, she is she's so damn good. She's nailing it. 
So who was the actual female lead? Though? Oh, Judy Greer. Yeah, Judy Greer. She's been in a bunch of comedy movies. Um, I can't remember any of them right now. We just looked. She's probably she's really well known from Arrested Development. There you go. She is the assistant to Mr. Bluth. Uh, kitty cat who he's having an affair with <laughs> and she's got like they take the glasses off and she's got the lazy eye that looks the one way and then they're like Michael's always like oh no no let's put those back on <laughs> puts the glasses back on she's a very beautiful middle aged woman you know like a perfect and it's crazy how she's the only woman in this whole movie and John Cena is like the main character and I had no idea they would hook up at the end like no clue there was, no idea. There was no hint even at it. <laughs> it was this, not uh, obvious. This movie's plot telegraphs itself from the beginning. Me and John <laughs> were calling spots right and left, you know, and uh, and you know it was pretty funny. Now, real quick, uh, before we get in, how, well, how'd she think she did in this movie? I. <laughs> she's probably the best act, like she did best great. actor in the entire. Absolutely, thing. she was the she was outstanding. Which is um, not like like she didn't have to do much. No, no. Wait, her character was written strangely, though, because we'll get into the plot a little bit, how she just completely does a 180 out of nowhere in the middle of this mm -hmm. movie with, like, what? What happened? And um, so the, the movie is poorly written as far as, like, they run out of time with stuff, you can tell. And they're like, oh, shit, we got to do this. All right, well, let's just do that, you know? And, and it's kind of strange, right, John? Yeah, they wanted to cram about 74 different ideas into this movie. We want to be smoke jumpers. We also want to be, you know, in line for another job. We also want to have kids who uh, are abandoned from their parents at the moment. And they're also caught in a fire. But we also want the nerdy scientist who lives uh, within 100 miles near a swamp full of toads and then we also want uh the buddy best friend who might be into his buddy Ooh, maybe the superintendent and you're like hmm. and then you have the mysterious giant man who carries oh, an yes. axe around and doesn't say a word yeah um the a storyline in this movie is uh john cena loosening up and like letting people in including a woman and some children the b storyline is him tightening up in order to get this fancy job that he's always wanted his whole life his father had the job mm -hmm. and it's like a big deal to him and these fucking kids ruin it <laughs> <laughs> it's like it all works out in the end magically but um but it's 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 fucked up man so um all right well i guess we need to get in the plot a little bit tell me about this opening scene john and how fun fighting fires is so this movie is very ill-timed i will have to big say. time because uh, currently California is enraged with fires mm -hmm. at the moment and for some reason Paramount is like you know what let's release this right now family movie in a fire <laughs> let's release this family movie God. during a fire awful uh, so the opening scene is just a bunch of people uh, trapped on the street engulfed in flames around them and they can't seem to get out because the fire is just blocking the road but luckily, John Cena and his crew come parachuting down into the into the embers and the flames, and they are like, "Don't worry, guys. Us twelve men are just gonna walk around here and magically make all this fire disappear." 
Yeah, basically, they, they parachute out of a helicopter, which I question whether that's real or not. I would think that they would repel, mm -hmm. um, which they also do later in the movie, but they parachute out, and I thought heat ri rises, so I figured you would just hang there and burn to death, but, <laughs> you know, they parachute out of this, that's the smoke-jumping part, and they save all these people, and in this is a little bit of comedy because they actually splooge everybody with this pink, like, gel, mm -hmm. and, like, John Cena, like, does the superhero pose, and, like, none of it even really hits him, yeah. and everybody else, like, has it in their mouth, and they're all grossed out, and like you said, at the beginning, John Cena has a big crew of people, and his shit is together, he's, he has yeah. the main problems, right, mm -mm. and uh, what's the first thing that happens here with this crew? The first thing they do is they get the F out of Dodge, and they're like... <laughs> Hey, homie over there is retiring. Right. We're going to join his crew because he's leaving. Yeah, the Allstate insurance guy, uh, I can't remember his name. We didn't look him up. Maybe you get him here in a second. But he... Uh, uh, his he, name is Dennis Haysbert. Dennis Haysbert. He, I did not know that. I'm, who, who fucking cares <laughs> and who would know? Uh, but yeah, he play, is playing like the head guy in charge of all of the fire suppression guys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, smoke jumpers, not firefighters. That's different, apparently. So, you know, John Cena has been training his whole life to take this guy's position, and the guy is shown on television talking about how he's going to be interviewing for his job, mm -hmm. which is strange because then all of a sudden, like, half of John Cena's crew quits, and they're like, yeah, we're going to go over there. It was like, he didn't ask for anyone to go over there. Right, he, he said, I'm leaving. Yeah, he said he's leaving, and he wants someone to replace him, not, like, eight dudes. But that leaves us with, you know, these guys check out, which leaves us to with John Leguizamo, uh, Key and Peele. It leaves us with uh, John Cena and, and Axeman. Axe and Axe, his is name is Axe. He's not even, like... Uh, yeah, he's probably not even listed because he, you know, has just the one or two lines. And he is just a giant, you know, uh, just Tall a giant... pots. Call pots. There you go. He's a giant man who doesn't say a word and just carries an axe around with him. And, and he's just a tough guy, right? But, mm -hmm. you know, his heart probably going to get melted by some kids, right? <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> so, you know, we get a little bit of exposition, you know, about these guys. We get to see John Cena look at staring longingly at the picture of his father and, and this kind of stuff. We set up all these things we just mentioned. And then we get another fire, right, John? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a cabin on right, fire. yes. But there's also a storm a-coming. Which is so weird because it's like, it, normally the California fires are because there is no rain. But this is a California fire that's in an area that also rains all the time. Does it even rain in California? It must be Northern California. But I'm really yeah. confused because I thought Santa Barbara was like in the middle. But uh, it's a little, right. a little sketchy on the geography there. So they discover on their webcam, they call the doctor and they say, hey, honey, can and we see your webcam footage, and she's like, oh, I'm a cam girl. You're right. Who's the doctor? This, this is Judy. The, yeah, Judy, yeah. the female lead, and she is a doctor studying toads along a lake. And she's also a cam girl. And so she says, <laughs> you can see all of my cams. And they're like, ooh, baby, show me that one that has that cabin because you have a random camera on a cabin yeah. that's on fire, and, and you're just chill about it. Where is that camera, by the way? It's I just like know. floating in the sky. <laughs> She's a pervert. Yeah, that's what it is. She's that's scoping people out. I think we just found another <laughs> subplot that we didn't know was there. And so they like, John Cena's like, hey girl, I know we went on a couple dates, two and a half to be exact, because I left on a bathroom break in the middle of the one. Uh, but thanks for the webcam footage. And then he hangs up on her. And yeah. then they are instantly in a plane 
helicopter. And just one point to make is that their interactions is he's a jerk to her and she's a bitch to him, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is for half of this movie, right? And yeah. somewhere out of nowhere, she's just like super nice for some reason. And so, anyway, so they decide to go save, you know, go check this cabin and make sure mm-hmm. there's nobody in there, right? Mm-hmm. So they, you know, basically John Cena straps up, he repels in. And one problem, though, is that John Leguizamo, he is going to have to fly the helicopter now. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes nowhere. But he is like, because it's the first time he's flown in a long time, and he's very nervous about everything he does, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime the shit goes down, he starts to crumble, right? Mm-hmm. So, which, again, never goes anywhere. But, uh, mm-hmm. but so they lower John Cena down into this, uh, into this cabin, and what happens here, John? Uh, he discovers a rabbit that talks, and then he discovers three whimpering children <laughs> that somehow have a table pulled in front of them, even though the house is just completely engulfed in flames, yeah. and they're not sweating, they're not even hot looking, <laughs> and like, he just pulls the table aside, and he's like, let's go, yeah. but give me the big girl first. Very strange, so we have the three children, right, so mm-hmm. we have the non-emoting teen, we have a young boy, and then a toddler, not a baby, <laughs> A fucking toddler, okay? Yeah, she's a solid, like, four. Yes, three or four years old, for sure, which is important when we talk about some stuff that happens with her later. What the fuck? So, for some reason, he tells old girl, hey, come on, I'm going to take you up first. And she's like, no, take my little brother. And he's like, no, take my little sister. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to take all of you. After some funny moments where they try to pull scene up through the roof, even though he's not at the roof. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, just John Cena getting destroyed, which is supposed to be funny. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, So they eventually get the kids up into the helicopter, but of course, while they're doing it, there's a Channel 6 new helicopter also filming Mm. them, and they get it all on tape, and then they take them back to their... To the to the firehouse or to whatever the depot the depot, depot that's what they yeah. keep calling it which is basically a couple rooms which is very nice by the way it's it's that's tremendous nice they got all kinds of cool equipment and stuff mm-hmm. and this begins our movie this is kind of setting up our act one here where we have uh, you know these children coming in and basically the uh, you know we can skip over a lot of this mm-hmm. by by saying that these children are hiding something it's obvious right and they are little shits and like. Everything they do is the fuck with John Cena, right? And yes. we don't know why. And I still don't know why. You know, they reveal something later mm-hmm. on in the movie, but it doesn't make sense. Like, well, then why did you just fuck with everybody and be dicks? Right. You know? And it, 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 that's kind of the big problem with this movie is these little kids are just assholes. And they do all kinds of shitty shit to these people. And then they get saved. Because they put their lives in danger by doing awful things, and then it's like, oh, well, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hug you, and everything's fine. What? No, you're not, it's not. You're not playing Nintendo for the rest of your life, little kid. Fuck off. <laughs> right. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, so the kids come back to the firehouse, or the, the depot, excuse me, mm-hmm. and this is where we get some more interaction between John Cena and his uh, lady friend, uh, the frog doctor, Toad Doctor. Toad Doctor, come he, on. He wants to, well, we also hear, he gets a phone call, right? Mm-hmm. He gets a phone call from the uh, the Allstate insurance guy who says, like, hey, man, you know, I saw you on the news, Allstate. And he's like, he's <laughs> like, yeah, you, I saw you on the news. It looks like you're a great candidate for this job. I'll be 
there on Monday mm-hmm. to come check everything out, right? For an inspection. That's right. And he's supposed to fill out an application as well, which he never even does. Well, he answers one question. <laughs> he answers the one question, which is the easiest question. He, Why do you want this job? And he's like, oh, geez, I don't know. It takes him like half the movie to figure it out. But he does do my favorite thing. One of my favorite sounds in the world is hearing like an old keyboard just being like mashed, like oh, all the different yeah. keys. I don't know what it is, but I really <laughs> love the sound of like just keyboards, keys, just. <laughs> I, uh, I had a friend that I worked with and he installed this thing on all the computers at work. It was really funny. And what it was is if you just mash the keyboards and stuff like that, it just looks like like it types up like red you know little light wine white mm-hmm. lines and all this stuff so it looks like you're hacking and so he would just turn that on whenever <laughs> the bosses came in and just be like Shh, and it looks like he's hacking the computer it's pretty funny um yeah so you know john cena calls his lady friend and he's like listen um i swear to god this isn't just because you're a woman but i sure would like you to come take care of these kids for me because uh you know they try to call the parents right mm-hmm. and what happens there john uh they got voicemail because oh. they are on their honeymoon or not honeymoon they're on their anniversary they're out of town and so the mother texts back almost immediately and she says hey we will come get the kids in a couple days and um thank you so much for taking care of them Mm -hmm. we really appreciate it yeah which is very odd right it is yeah that's not normal but Mm. Cena takes it for what it is and he's like all right we just got to take care of these kids until sunday and then the parents will be here He's pretty stupid. He um, stupid. He's very stupid in this movie. So, yeah, you know, basically this is when we get, uh, it starts raining, of course, and mm-hmm. it rains profusely for the whole night. So there's a storm, and they can't, the roads are blocked, the, all right? All roads oh, are flooded. It, it's fucking crazy. It would be nuts. I mean, like, the only way they could get past blocked roads is if they had, like, emergency rescue equipment or something like that. Okay. But they're just smoke jumpers. Oh, so. right. Okay, not water jumpers. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that they, makes a lot of sense. They do not have boats. They just have <sighs> tires. These plot contrivances are ridiculous. <sighs> so we just have a lot of shenanigans with the kids. You know, they tear up different things around the depot. They catch stuff on fire. Yes. So Keegan, you know, puts out the fire with the fire extinguisher and just blows his load all over Cena. <laughs> So when his girlfriend, or not his girlfriend, his girlfriend comes, lady friend, yeah, she comes and he's like, she's like, oh, that's not how you do a fire extinguisher. (laughs) You got it all over your face, honey. And he's like, I know. Sometimes you just can't help it. I'm like, what? Yeah, there's some weird, like, (laughs) real, like, out of place sexual windows. Was this PG or PG thirteen? It was PG. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, it could have been PG thirteen. Yeah. Probably, like shirtless scenes of John Cena. That there was a lot so of so many gratuitous. And something funny too with this one was is that they they had uh, uh, you know John Cena actually take his. Sh- this was actually a funny bit because he had all this shit all over him, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is he just walks behind a wall and all of a sudden has a brand new shirt on and everything. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got the local uh, like cops security. here scoping us out. I think. Did you see? So we're in, um, we're driving. I mean, you know, no, we're in like oh, yeah. a parking garage of the uh, of the, the movie, movie theater, theater, and some guy was walking around looking at us, and now like this cop is walking around. So we may, we may have a run in from security, which would be fun. Yeah, we're 
just filming a, we're just filming a podcast. Yeah, we're filming it. We're the filming it. So, yeah, it looks like maybe somebody hit a car over there or something like that. But uh, we can only hope. If, hopefully, he'll stop. Like, you guys see anything? Be like, I don't answer questions, motherfucker. Uh, just let's do our show. We'll tell you if we saw hurdy, seen or anything. So yeah, and here comes the other parties involved here. So maybe we'll get some fun we can describe here. But uh, but yeah, so where do we go from here, John? I mean, we got these kids. We got uh, the lady that says no. I'm not going to fucking take care of your kids for you because you're just right. asking because I'm a woman and I hate you. Their interactions are hate on both sides. They can't mm-hmm. stand each other. They're total assholes. Yeah. So just got to make that point. So where we go from here, the the oldest girl, she takes some keys and she basically... I know this is after the boy destroys the truck yes. by like oh. scraping the paint off yes. and then does a huge bubble bath. Uh, well, what happened? He the garage. he spills lighter fluid. He spills cleaning like suds or something yeah. like that. He spills, um, and then he tries to. He gets it. Oh, he gets peanut butter all over yeah. the place. He tries to use a like knife, pretty much, to clean it. It scrapes up John Cena's truck, and John Cena walks in in the middle of all this and is just devastated. They end up with suds everywhere. It looks like mm-hmm. one of those weird foam parties that uh, that the kids do, you know. And uh, John Cena does have a couple funny scenes where he's scolding people mm-hmm. covered in this foam, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and then I this is, is this where the girl takes the keys? I don't. Know. I think so. She steals so many cars in this movie; it's kind of hard to tell, you know. Yeah. So eventually, at one point, she takes some keys and she steals an ATV. Yes. And she takes her little brother God, and her sister, <laughs> and they go on like a joyride through the woods. They're trying uh, to escape. Is yes. what it is. They're trying to escape. Trying right? to escape. And so John Cena, uh, for some reason, in their garbage heap, has a little kid's bike and he takes this little kid's bike and he chases after him and somehow he catches up and very quickly by the way he catches up with him immediately and then when he finally catches him he said oh it's a five mile hike back to the depot uphill (laughs) he rode five miles on a kid's bike in like 30 seconds that's unbelievable man and and then and they hit him with the atv that's true they did hit him and he went flying another like oh john cena is you know getting destroyed he is super he can't beat cena you know, he always oh, wins. So. He didn't hit anybody with an AA in this movie, which is very dead. So it's upsetting. He should have picked up a fire and hit it with an AA somehow. That would have been great. Strapped on an STFU or something. <laughs> None Just of it. Burning himself. Uh, so, you know, he scolds the kids. Oh, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And my little command, my little people can't come get us on the helicopter because they need me to give the command to do that. But luckily... Uh, oldest girl has a tent that she stole. Yes. And so they set up tent. Well, she has it set up immediately, and also the dog finds them. There's also a dog as well. Mm-hmm. So the dog and the li- the, the the toddler, yes. they are like kind of, you know, simpatico. They love each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where we get the worst scene in any movie ever, right, John? I mean, this is pretty well, awful, right? There's two really bad scenes. This, this is one of the this worst ones. This is one though. of the worst ones. And so then we'll talk about the other one, because I think we might have skipped over the first we, one. Well, yeah, okay. So I don't this remember one, the first one, because it This one, it uh, they set up their tent, and Cena's like, you know what, kids? Uh, he has, like, this big branch with leaves, and this, yes. the boy's like, what are you going to go do? And he's like, nature calls. And the little girl starts crying. 
And so while the little girl's crying, he's like, why is she crying? Oh, because she doesn't want to be apart from you. And he says, okay, I guess she can come with me. So he grabs the little girl and he's taking a dump in the woods while holding this little girl face to face. Like he's got, he's dropped trowel, has a branch over his private parts and is holding the little girl in front of him. Well, and he keeps like telling her, like, "Don't look at me in the eyes." We we Don't have yeah, eyes. we have an extre- extreme close up of this little girl giggling and John Cena making "I'm pooping" faces. She wanted him to go boom boom. Yeah. That was what fuck off. That's what um, she would call pooping is boom boom. And you know, I noticed something here. This is awful. The crowd is laughing, and me and John are like, "This is the this worst thing I've ever seen." Good. And I something distracts him, and he stands up immediately, right? And he has his pants on all of a sudden. So I don't know if he was just farting or what was going on there. That was very strange. I don't know either. I don't want to know. But what was the other uh, scene that was d- disgusting? I, I kind of blocked it out. I guess. Well, we forgot about how the term boom boom came about. So the oh, little, the oh, little girl said oh. she had to go boom boom. And they're like, what's that mean? And then she, like, farts. And then she just, you know, nauseates everyone. Everyone wants to puke because her flatulence smells so bad. This is a toddler, remember. A toddler. (laughs) She's talking in this movie, okay? Yes. And she is not clearly wearing diapers, which makes the next scene very awkward. So Cena picks her up, and he takes Keegan with him, and he says, hey, we got to take care of this. And so they, like, set her down as if they're going to change her diaper, but she's never been, like, there's never been any appearance as if she has a diaper on. There's been no diaper bag. There's been... We don't know what they're going to do to her, honestly. It's and, uh, it, and there's also a scene where Key walks into the room and he smells poop, and oh my god, the crowd thought that was the funniest thing they've ever seen. A man smelling poop. Oh my god. So funny. It was ridiculous. Hilarious. So so they got this girl splayed out on a table. Yes. And she picks up a nail gun, right, John? Mm-hmm. Well, she picks up a hammer. Yeah. And he says, no, you can't have that. So then she picks up a nail gun and starts shooting nails at Keegan. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that's not how nail guns work. Huh? Yeah. She almost killed him. You know? She did so almost funny. kill him. So funny. And then Cena returns, and he's got the full fireman getup, which he's not a fireman. He's a smoke jumper, but he's got a fireman outfit mm-hmm. with the mask and air tank in all and so he sounds like Darth Vader and he comes over and he's like oh man I can smell the poop through my mask this is crazy this is supposed to block out nuclear particles (laughs) and so he goes to change her diaper that she doesn't have and then she says boom boom and then next thing you know it there's shit inside of his mask as if this little girl just shat so bad That it went up his sleeve, all the way up his large muscular arms, and into his face mask. Which, I mean, all honestly, I've done that to a toilet before. Just like, (laughs) just really blew it up, and you had to like, oh shit, gotta clean up now. I have a theory, I have a theory about this, okay? Because as soon as that happens, there is a blatantly ADR'd line of someone going, it went up the sleeve, like that, right? (laughs) Which is, that's like, you know, oh shit, this doesn't make any sense in editing, we have to make this make sense. I think that when this scene was written and filmed, that that shit got in there a different way somehow, and I think that that's, they just cleaned it up real quick and were like, you know, oh, not the shit, I mean the scene. Mm -hmm. You know, they said, oh no, it must have 
have gone up the sleeve and, and we'll just ADR this line in real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, because it was it was one of the worst timed and put together comedy scenes I've ever seen. It's not funny and it's awful and they still never clean any of the shit up. So the little girl <laughs> never gets a new diaper or if she even has a diaper. She, a she diaper just on. shits all over the place and that's it. But you I'm know? also like, why are these two grown men, like where's the daughter, like the older sister at? Can't she... Oh, well, she's not written in that scene, John. And this is all to get John Cena without a shirt on in the shower scrubbing himself yelling. Yes. That's the whole point of this, right? Yeah. <sighs> so that happens. Um, all right. and then So they get back to the depot, yeah. and he's like, hey, kids, you're going to, we're going to call. Uh, then they finally admit that their parents died months ago. Yeah. Or was it years ago? It, it, these kids' parents died and they ran away from their foster homes and so they're on the run, So, which is why they've tried to escape over and over again. Mm -hmm. Which is, they're, they're criminals! They're little shit criminals that are on the run! That burned down a house. Yes, they burned down a house! They fucking stole, like, have committed, like, grand larceny like already, you know, yeah, and a bunch vandalism. of others. Oh my god, unbelievable. And, and John Cena's like, oh, but they're just, I just, oh. I know. have to take care of them because it's my civic duty as my job as a smoke jumper. So, you know, act two is all about him loosening up and learning to love these kids as well as all the other firemen and learning to, he has a date with his lady friend, right? Yeah. So, so we get this whole setup where basically they all help, and we've also learned that the boom boom little girl, her birthday is the next day, mm -hmm. and so we get all this stuff where they're setting up, you know, that he's going to have a date with this woman and blah blah blah, and you know, and something happened here. I I thought this this was one of the only times that the movie kind of went it zigged when I thought it was going to zag. So because I I was thinking logically that was a big mistake. So they they have this wonderful <laughs> magical evening where you know. John Cena, they cook wonderful food, and John Cena, you know, has this date, and everything's great, which, by the way, all of a sudden, she's nice to him, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, she's all of a sudden super nice, right? Well, she's nice because she had talked to her two toads, and she said, oh, you know, I can't believe I would ever try and, like, fall in love with the big, buff, muscular guy who's just super into fires, but, like, he lights my fire inside my loins, so, like, I guess I'm kind <laughs> of into it, but he hasn't asked to meet my toads yet, so, like, I'm not super into it. It's weird. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, it's just so strange. So anyway, all of a sudden, she does a 180. She's super nice. We're missing a scene there, you know, where they, they kind of make up, and, and they have this date, and then they realize, oh crap, the little girl's birthday's tomorrow, and we don't have any gifts! What are we gonna do? So, so here's what I thought was gonna happen. They leave, the, all the firemen, all of them, they leave the fire depot, alright, with, and they leave the children who are sleeping in the care of the frog lady, right? The toad lady. Kitty cat. Yeah, kitty cat. And um, and I thought for sure there'd be a fire. That's what, I thought there was going to be a fire <laughs> while they were gone and the kids were going to like somehow fix it and then we all oh, they're good kids, right? But no, these kids are going to be even shittier and they're going to almost kill themselves and everybody else, right? Yeah. So tell me about the shopping montage, John. So luckily, all the flooding has dried up within the last 24 hours. <laughs> and the fires are out. And the fires are what all out. This? So everyone has time to go get Manny and Petty's at the closest Pier 1 in Borders. <laughs> and so they go there and everyone has just different special scenes. We forgot to mention that they have been watching My Little Pony 
Friendship is magic, yeah. Like, nonstop. That's this true. entire movie. Yeah, the especially Axe. He really yes. likes it. And he is bonding with the little girl over My Little Pony. And John Leguizamo will constantly be explaining things about the characters, right? So I didn't know that we were at a brony convention hey, man. here at this depot. But hey, do your own thing. <laughs> so they're doing montages where Keegan's like, Oh, do you think a three-year-old would love this, like... Uh, drone and there's a some random girl in the aisle who's like no <laughs> he's just shaking down some teenage girl like hey tell me something and then they steal things from people right yes. they're like just running around the store it looks like fucking shop till you drop or something you I know? miss that show so much that show was great right it was a dream that, come true. I wish that I could in that. supermarket sweep yeah was so back good. to back I used oh to watch that gosh. shit all the time I heard, that, I heard that Supermarket Sweep Supermarket Sweep's coming back, I think. So I should, if you've never seen Supermarket Sweep, please go like YouTube it. Yeah. And it's, it's great. So good. It's great. Uh so anyways, back to the show. Uh so yeah, they basically they all get different shopping things done and as they're leaving it's like just all the sorority sisters are leaving the mall at the same time with like seven different bags just all carrying it so proud and that's this whole movie this whole movie is these tough guys are like ladies that's yeah. this whole fucking movie that's every joke just about <laughs> they have to do lady things you know like put a diaper on or clean up shit or cook or whatever or go shopping and that's the whole movie and it's just fucking stupid so they get back and they have this magical party and here is the only good shot of the whole movie john we get a worm's eye view shot following the little girl around this magical party mm -hmm. beautiful that is an amazing shot i was like wow that is really great what's it doing in this fucking movie you know, like, what is it doing here? And, you know, that was pretty neat. I like that. And they have this magical birthday party for this kid. Mm -hmm. But, John, we forgot about the other stuff that's going on by now because we're all distracted by this shopping stuff, right? I legitimately forgot that there was other subplots going on in this movie. <laughs> I couldn't forget because <laughs> there was only two, so I knew what was going on. So they give Cena this new shirt because he is the captain, and so it's a little belly shirt. Another reason it's to like get a him. lady. Yeah, another reason to get him with his shirt off. That's true. So he takes that off, puts the new one on, and they have this magical montage of playing games and eating cookies. And this is where Axe gets this big scene too. Yeah, there's also a mural somehow painted on the wall overnight. You know, I didn't, none of them look like artists. Well, you know. Uh, and this is where Axe, I leaned over at one point and was like, can't wait till we get Axe's one line. And I said, he can probably sing, but I, th I thought I was going to, because there was a scene earlier with John Cena playing piano, mm -hmm. which, you know, they were trying to play it up like he was dorky and playing all these like songs that just had to do with fire, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It didn't play that way for me. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. We're supposed to get a car accident. Yeah, okay. We're going to witness yeah, a car accident. Yeah, we see somebody sure. here trying to... Yikes. They are not very good at this no, backing up probably game. No, drunky drunk. Um, good uh, Lord. <laughs> so this is where Axe has this big moment, and he starts belting out the My Little Pony theme song to the amazement of the little girl. It's a beautiful singer. Yeah, you know? he's like a little opera singer, a French opera singer. Yeah, he it's, was great. Um, and he has a giant cake, right? Mm -hmm. And um, Well, the cake doesn't come out until uh, someone interrupts the party. Mm -hmm. And that would be, was it the CPS person or is it the... Uh, uh, it's State Farm. 
this is State Farm guy. Yikes! <laughs> um, I wish we could film this person trying to park and like. It's been a seventeen post. point it back. Is amazing! <laughs> you oh are bad. Oh my God! Stop turning the wheel! Just back up. Just go somewhere else where you can pull forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spot. They could have turned around and pulled right through into that spot. What a bunch There's of idiots. 17 different spots around this where Man. they could have pulled through. That is unbelievable. All right, so. Oh, um, we're still going. <laughs> so we also, so we have Allstate guys show up because yeah. he's there for a surprise inspection. John Cena's in the lady shirt and he's like, I thought you were coming tomorrow. What the heck? And he's and like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a surprise inspection. It wouldn't be a surprise inspection if it happened on the day I said it would. And then what happens? And he says, there's nine different violations here that I could call out right now. And then one of them is Cena ripping off his shirt, of course. Because <laughs> we needed another shirtless shot of John Cena. Uh, and then he somehow has a shirt handed to him. And as he's putting that one on, a lady from Child Protective Services shows up. And dun, dun, dun. And this is when the teenage girl looks at John Cena and is like, you fucking liar you said they were coming tomorrow and he's like i do what but i don't i and, i told and, you to come tomorrow bitch and while all this is going on, yeah he did he yelled at her didn't yeah. he and while all this is going on there was a joke earlier this little girl the little boom boom you know toddler she has been feeding people tea and in mm -hmm. the tea is is fucking um gasoline. lighter fluid or gasoline yeah. which i don't know where she's getting that in a fire state depot but she keeps giving people that and so she hands it to the the, um, uh, the Allstate guy, he he drinks it and spits it out onto the cage, which catches on fire, and everybody gets sprayed with the fucking, uh, with the, the damn fire. The ejaculants. Yeah, the, the ejaculants. So, um, my God. Which is another reason for Cena to go change his clothes. Right, right. So, which the, I think the girl watches him or something. Anyway. It's, but in this, yeah. uh, in the shenanigans of the fire, the little kids... Uh, they steal someone's car. They steal the Allstate guy's Humvee that he just rolled up in by himself, by the way. While also somehow managing to deflate all of their tires. Mm -hmm. um, somehow. I don't know how they did it, but they did. All uh, in a matter of seconds. Now, the, the boy had gotten a gift, right? Um, mm -hmm. What was the gift that the boy got? He got a lightsaber. It was Well, it's kind of like a lightsaber. It's like a massive laser pointer. And it was something that we had seen John Cena use in the beginning of the show. It's like a way uh, he used it to shoot his load earlier. <laughs> it's a way for the guys in the helicopter to see them, right? So <laughs> so basically, this little girl doesn't know how to drive, this uh, mm -hmm. teenage girl, so she drives them through the woods with a Humvee over a cliff, and here we are, they're hanging off the edge of a cliff. So she's commanded uh, Grand Theft Auto, and she has uh, now put all three of their lives in danger. Right, mm -hmm. as well as vandalized other cars. Yeah. Oh, them. yes, absolutely. And you know, and and all this stuff on government property, etc. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things going on here. Child endangerment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Endangering yourself. I mean, this is this could be ruled. I don't. know. There's a lot of problems here. So you know, basically, how does John Cena track them down? I can't remember honestly. So they decide, let's get in a helicopter and let's look for them that way. Okay, that's because we're going to find them. So John Cena and the guys, they hop in the helicopter and, you know, and then we see that the laser thing's on, right? Mm -hmm. And there they are precariously perched on the edge of a cliff about to fall into a ravine to their fucking death, right? Yes. Thank goodness. These kids deserved it. But they don't. So what? The, the, the boy gets out and then he drags his incompetent toddler 
uh, sister out of the car. You're like, see you later, bitch. <laughs> but then the older sister doesn't know how to undo her seatbelt. She's like, she's trying to undo her seatbelt. She goes, I'm stuck. And me and you were like, what in the fuck? She couldn't undo a seatbelt. And then the little kid's like, but my door's stuck. There's nothing making the door stuck. Well, they did run into a barricade before they tumbled fuck down the off. hill. Don't defend that, John. That's but some still, I feel like shit. the girl in her panic could have just easily, like, she was pretty skinny. Yeah, she, she could have just out like, of there, pulled the seatbelt out, and just like climbed out. I think she wanted to die, John. <laughs> John Cena ruined her plan. <laughs> and so, uh, laser pointer boy, he signals them, and John Cena tells State Farm, like, if you want to, if you don't want to be here for this, just get out. And he's just like, here's a parachute. And he's like, psych, I'm going to take it. And he jumps out of the uh, the helicopter with the parachute. But the parachute just off, just like holding on to it. And so he yeah, like puts it on in the hand. air. He, he comes down. He saves the fucking day. And somehow these kids are not punished. I mean, come on. No. So they get back to, uh, I guess they all get in the helicopter. I don't know how they got back to the station, the depot. So they get back to the depot and they're packing up all the gifts and the surprises for the kids into the van. And the women, while they were gone, cleaned up the depot because that was their job. They had one assignment. Right, the whole place is clean all of a sudden. Right. So like the CPS girl and the scientist were like, oh, well, the men are gone. Let's do our job. <laughs> That's why we're here. Uh, and so everyone's saying their goodbyes and everyone's like oh you kids just made a, such an impact on our lives for the better by almost dying you kids cannot take care of yourselves to the point where you almost die every five seconds you almost burned the depot down God. you destroyed multiple cars you they, there was a laundry list of things that they have done you were shitty to people that saved your life over and over again. Now, there was something we forgot to mention is that the reason why John Cena didn't just ditch these kids at the beginning of the movie was because there's some law that says that he has safe to... Safe haven. Yeah, safe haven law, which is probably bullshit, that he has to take care of them. And so, you know, that can't be right. But, you know, so he invokes this law all of a sudden, right? Well, this is after uh, State Farm comes in and he says, John Cena, I saw what you did with those kids back there. I want to offer you the position of deputy commander. We'll all be in good hands with Allstate. <laughs> <laughs> and Cena's conflicted because now he wants kids. Oh. And he wants three kids to be precise. Those ones? Those three what? badass kids Fuck that have kids. ruined his life. <laughs> almost awful. ruined his life. Because uh, he said, I can't have those kids. They're a distraction. And Allstate's like, here's my family. It's not a distraction. It's what I live for. And so Cena walks out to the van and he says, uh, CPS lady, you can't have them. I'm taking them. Mm -hmm. They're mine. And then there's a hilarious part where she's like, yeah, but there's like paperwork involved. And so, yeah, get it started, bitch. That's pretty much what he says to her. Now, one thing we forgot to mention is that many times in this movie, and this is a big pet peeve of mine, is in a movie, you're supposed to show me. You're not supposed to tell me. And in this movie, several times they told us, John Cena, you need to let your guard down. 
You need to let your guard down. Hey, did I mention your guard should probably be let down? And and he gets burned a couple times. He goes, ah, I shouldn't have let my guard down. What the fuck? Yeah. And we also forgot to mention that he's never cried before. Oh, right. Yes. And when he uh, saved those three kids from that Humvee that almost uh, fell off the cliff, uh, he cried in their arms. They all wept. And, and like, I threw up on the lady sitting next to me who was drunk, by the way. He said, do not tell anyone about this. Right. Uh-huh. So we cut to a wedding scene. Basically, they're getting ready to get married, and they dance, and that's the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, and then we had a blooper reel, oh which boy. none of them felt like bloopers at all. It just felt like forced outtakes. Different takes, yeah. <laughs> like uh, Judy Greer not being able to say her line. I'm sorry, that doesn't make it an outtake. It just shows that you don't know how to say your line. <laughs> Oh, my God. John, um, you got any closing thoughts about this one? Um, you know, or is there, you know, anything you want to say about it before we get to our recommend or not? I don't know. The acting was not good. The slap, like, if you're super into slapstick comedy, oh, my gosh, this was right up your alley. It's just not good slapstick comedy, though. It wasn't funny. There were, like, three scenes where I was like, huh. You know, but the crowd loved it. So this is for the general public. The general public was giggling their fucking socks off in that in that theater. You know, you know who would have been great in this? Who is the queen of slapstick comedy? Oh, not, not really. No. But no, I was gonna say Rebel Wilson. I oh, don't. okay. Rebel Wilson thinks she's really good at slapstick comedy. You're not, girl. But <laughs> <laughs> so you would have fit in perfect here. John, real quick before we jump off here, can we talk about the people that were sitting around us? So, um, I had a woman who was drunk that was sitting around uh, around us, and we got to the point where the little kids are saying their parents are dead or whatever, <laughs> and the crowd's silent, and she just goes for the popcorn like... <laughs> Like that, <laughs> and me and you were like, <laughs> we thought that was so funny. And you had a, a gentleman next to you that was a little crazy too, huh? Yeah, he did not know how to open a wrapper at all. It took him a solid ninety seconds to open a thing of like gummy fruit snacks. Yeah, yeah. and then he started like snoring. Which is odd because he had a huge can of Monster Energy drink that should have been keeping him awake. Which I don't. And so my thing is, so I, I go to the movies a lot by myself, and I'm uh, older, like I'm in my mid thirties at this point. And I, when I go there, I do not go to packed theaters. Mm-hmm. That uh, sucks, yeah. Especially if it's a kids movie. If it's a kids movie, I'm going at like the most off time where I'm not going to interact with anyone because mm-hmm. I don't want to look like a creep. Sure. But this guy literally shows up by himself, sits like in a single seat next to some children next to me, which is fine to next to me, but like the children, like dog, you're playing. It's like Russian roulette when you go to a movie <laughs> by yourself, a kids movie as a grown ass adult. Like no man, yeah. go to the 10:30 showing. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Um, and uh, another thing, too, real quick, is that why is it okay? And I'm not saying it is. This is just the society. Why is it okay to leave shit all over the place when it's your movie theater? Just, me nuts. just throw it away, you lazy piece of shit. What the fuck is this? Even when I bring my own contraband to the movies, I still take my own stuff and throw it's it away. It's one handful of trash. You're walking by it on your way out. Don't be a piece of shit. Clean up after yourself. John, do you recommend playing with fire? If you have kids, yes. If you are a grown adult like us, no. 
What okay. about you? Well, you uh, no, it? I don't recommend it to anyone, including children, because oh. I feel like that there's some very questionable scenes in this that I would not want my kids to think is funny. Um, would be, you know, stealing cars and, and putting themselves in danger, and also the scenes where we saw John Cena, like, having these very strange interactions with the with the toddler, you know? Yeah, the whole pooping thing was super weird. And, and they kept referring to the kid as a baby, you know, and if it was an actual baby crawling around, I think that would have changed it a little bit that would have made a little more sense but then someone has to carry the baby around you know what i mean they wanted a child that could actually walk around on her own and i i think if it was an actual baby it would have made a little more sense at least you know right because this is like this isn't the olsen twins circa season one of full house this was like the olsen twins circa season six yeah. of full house yeah where she can walk and talk and potty her you got it dude potty on her own <laughs> So, I, I don't recommend this movie for anyone. I don't think this is for anyone. I think it's a terrible movie. What if I, you're a smoke jumper? Would you recommend it for them? <laughs> no, they're going to get pissed. They're like, they, that's not how that works. They made this <laughs> seem like the most fun job that's not dangerous at all. Yeah, no. And if you guys have an opportunity, just seriously for a second, there's a lot of great charities uh, for these folks that are affected by these uh, California wildfires. And, you know, if you're thinking about going to spend $10 to go see this movie, a better way to spend that $10 would be to donate it to that, you know, or just buy a Road Home from Wrestling t-shirt. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, one or the other, so maybe $20, but you know, uh, that'd be a much better way to spend your money. So, John, any other things you have to say about playing with Far? If you want to see John Cena shirtless, just go watch him wrestle anytime yeah. on the WWE Network. You don't have to spend your money watching him shirtless here. It's true. It's true. John, uh, we can find you at jhat05 online. I am yes. at Trucifer Tweets, and the show is The Road Home FW. Thank you so much for listening. Sayonara. Sayonara.